Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Wednesday morning, we welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450 WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, 101.1 FM, WGNCRadio.com for all the streamers out there. We got a big two hours today. Time to climb into the horse, the saddle. Let's get going. Happy Wednesday, everybody. So glad that you could join us for what is going to be two hours of a lot to cover. We've got high school basketball to cover. Obviously, we've got some middle school basketball to cover, college basketball, and we're even going to get a little bit of baseball in today. Brady Salisbury is going to join us as he did two weeks ago. He's going to be back again today, and this is going to be something that we do with some regularity. Talking about the Gastonia Baseball Club, the Gastonia entry of the Atlantic League, a recent signing as we're getting ever closer to the start of the 2024 Atlantic League baseball season. But we've got a lot to talk about. Tuesday, a very interesting day. Is it related to the middle schools? We'll get a chance to talk about that. Of course, I was at Hatley Gymnasium yesterday for the Greer-Holbrook matchup. And as you might imagine, the two squads that are at the top of the county, well, they certainly look the part of being two teams that are at the top of the county. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Also, we have a new all-time scoring leader, at one of the Gaston County schools, we had been giving you the build-up to this going up to this moment. Well, it happened last night. First round of the Southern Piedmont 1A-2A tournament. As it was Bessemer City taking on East Gaston. Trenton Sherrill finally Gets over the top as he is now the all-time leading scorer at East Gaston High School, surpassing Shane Troll. So congratulations to what we have affectionately called Mr. East Gaston here on the show. Trenton Sherrill has put together such a phenomenal career. And, and not past tense, they won last night. So the conference tournament run for East Gaston continues. 
And then, of course, there'll be playoffs to consider for his Warriors club. We'll dive into that a little bit today. We'll talk about Trenton Sherrill a little bit later on in the show. But something else that we're going to do is dive into some of the college basketball from last night. And we want to start with this. Last week, we talked about Randall Pettis, the guard at Northern Kentucky University, full disclosure, long before Randall Pettis ever went to Highland Heights, Kentucky, I, I follow Kentucky basketball. The University of Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, the Cincinnati area, all the way going into Dayton, Wright State, so on and so forth. But I aggressively follow Northern Kentucky. And then below that, Eastern Kentucky, and obviously the Wildcats, is, they've been my team for as long as I've been a college basketball fan. So you can imagine the excitement that I was experiencing when Randall Pettis committed to Northern Kentucky University. I mean, to me, that's a great scenario. Already aware of what they've got in their guard combo of Quez Warwick and Sam Vinson. And I knew that Randall Pettis, if given the opportunity, could eventually take the mantle from one of those two. I mean, this is a young man at Bessemer City High School that put together a phenomenal career. However, the necessity for Randall Pettis to develop happened a little quicker than really some of us anticipated. Sam Vincent goes down with a season-ending injury. Randall Pettis is thrown into the rotation pretty heavily. Well, Randall Pettis has certainly been given an opportunity. He sees the opportunity. He has made the most of the opportunity. As for the second consecutive week, Randall Pettis Horizon Conference Freshman of the Week. I don't remember the last time that I've seen a freshman who got not a lot of burn early on in the season be thrust into a lineup the way that Randall Pettis has and has performed the way that Randall Pettis has. I knew if given the opportunity, the young man could absolutely do some work. But this timetable was tightened significantly with Sam Vincent being out. Randall Pettis has answered the bell, and to be quite honest with you, has been a revelation for Darren Horn's club. When you lose Sam Vincent, that oftentimes spells the end of your year if you're at a place like Northern Kentucky. Now, Quez Warwick can fill it up. Sam Vincent was that piece that if he needed to go get 16 or 18 in a ball game, he could do it. But if you needed him to facilitate, he could do that as well. As this is a former Mr. Basketball in the state of Kentucky. Randall Pettis has stepped right in and has kept Northern Kentucky, though it's not been perfect as of late, has kept them relevant in the conference. In a Horizon League that has its favorites, and Northern Kentucky's probably on the outside looking in as far as one of the favorites. Still has enough gas in the tank to put together a significant run in the Horizon League tournament and therefore giving them an opportunity 
giving them an opportunity to take care of business and get into the NCAA tournament. We'll have to see what happens. But congratulations to Randall Pettis, his second consecutive Horizon League Player of the Week award. Scores from last night. We talk about this with regularity. Conference, home court, massive advantage. Last night, UConn goes to Omaha, Nebraska and gets ripped by Creighton. Creighton wins 85-66. Creighton a top 15 team. They don't need any additional advantage. But when the number one team in the country rolls in, it's going to get the attention of everybody in the city. Omaha showed out last night, and it resulted in a Creighton win of 85-66. Tennessee on the road beat Missouri 72-67. In another top 25 matchup, Baylor fell to BYU in Provo. BYU wins 78-71. San Francisco falls to number 18 St. Mary's 70-66. San Diego State, ranked 19th in the country, falls to Utah State on the road. Utah State at home wins 68-63. And then Texas Tech holds serve last night against TCU. The 23rd-ranked Red Raiders win 82-81. ACC action from last night. Syracuse gets a road win in the league against North Carolina State, 87-83. Florida State, an 84-76 winner over Boston College. Wake Forest, 91-58 over Pitt. I'll say it again. 91-58 last night over the Pitt Panthers. We talked about the ACC standings yesterday as it related to bubble teams. Comparing what's happening in the American Athletic because the Charlotte 49ers are putting together a very good year. South Florida doing very much the same thing when we had Niner Brad on the show. The reality is, is that in, cre in, in creating what's happening in the American athletic compared to what you see in the middle of the ACC, these games have meaning. Wake Forest won another home game. They're 14-0. Inside Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum this season. A 91-58 win over Pitt. Locally, Davidson won last night, 68-53 over Fordham. That was the lone local score that I saw from last night's action. Big South Conference action tonight. Three games. Presbyterian will make their way to the Winthrop Coliseum to take on the Winthrop Eagles. I'll be there at that game, 6.30 tip-off. That will be on WGNC. 6 o'clock will be the pregame show, 6.30 airtime for tip. UNC Asheville goes to Farmville to take on the Longwood Lancers. Charleston Southern will go to Spartanburg to take on the Upstate Spartans. Tomorrow night, you'll have Radford going to the Luch Elton Convocation Center. Paul Porter Arena, where they'll take on the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. High school basketball from last night. Ashbrook did, in fact, beat North Gaston 84-62. They will play Kings Mountain at Kings Mountain tonight. 
Two semifinal games in the Big South Conference on the boys. Huss will go to Crest. Kings Mountain will host Ashbrook. So it went chalk as we anticipated. Now things get interesting. Both semifinal games are going to be in Cleveland County. Can either Gaston County team remaining in the tournament pull off a I'm not going to say it. I think if Huss pulls off a win against Crest tonight, it would be a mild upset. I think Ashbrook and Kings Mountain have pretty much gone nose-to-nose -nose all year. I think Kings Mountain might have the slimmest advantage based solely on the fact that they're playing at home. It'll be intriguing to see what transpires in this semifinal. Should be two really good basketball games coming up tonight. Then, of course, on the girls' side, Huss will go to Stuart Kramer. That's a 1-5 matchup. Crest will go to South Point. Both of those games will be tonight. One at Stuart Kramer, the other at South Point. Southern Piedmont 1-A-2-A. Highland Tech beat Cherryville last night on the boys' side, 65-39. East Gaston beat Bessemer City 96-54. So obviously, Trenton Sherrill wasn't the only person that had a big night scoring last night. As East Gaston rolled up 96 on the Yellow Jackets, Burns beat Thomas Jefferson, classical, 72-65. to Highland Tech will go to Shelby tonight to take on the Golden Lions. Burns will go to East Gaston to play the other semifinal. On the girls' side, Burns beat Highland Tech 49-24, Bessemer City beat Cherryville 74-66. Shelby snuck past East Gaston 53-44. Burns and Thomas Jefferson face off against each other today. Shelby and Bessemer City will face off in Bessemer City tonight. Middle school basketball. We're going to spend some time talking about this a little bit later on. Yorkchester beat Bessemer City 47-19 on the boys' side last night. The girls, Bessemer City beat Yorkchester 40-11. Stanley, Chavis, last night, a nail-biter on the boys' side. Stanley wins in a defensive affair, we'll call it, 32-29. As they get past Chavis, on the girls' side, Stanley has a bit easier time. They beat Chavis 24 to 10. Southwest, Cramerton. On the girls' side, Southwest wins pretty handily, 36 to 12. On the boys' side, Southwest sneaks past by a point, 42 to 41. A Southwest lost a, a loss against Cramerton would have been, well, certainly catastrophic for Southwest as it would have pretty much ended any hope of being in the playoffs. But it does keep them alive, keep them with the possibility of sneaking in. And then, of course, Mount Holly's girls yesterday beat WC Friday. I'm still trying to track down a score on the boys' side. We are going to actively be working on that during the break. And then, of course, 
At Hatley Gymnasium last night, the Holbrook girls beat Greer 47-19. to The boys, 67-48 win for the Greer Knights. Both clubs at the top of the table, undefeated in Gaston County, and they certainly looked the part last night. We're going to dive more into those games when Corky Franks joins us here in just a little bit. Tomorrow... Belmont goes to Stanley for a critical game for the Blue Devils on the boys' side in particular. Bessemer City and Southwest. Bessemer City and Southwest on the girls' side. We get an opportunity to see Bessemer City wrap up a three-seed if they beat Southwest. If Southwest wins, it makes that 3-4 a little tighter. Chavis will go to Mount Holly. Cramerton will go to Holbrook. WC Friday travels to Greer. All that's tomorrow. On the show today at 8 o'clock, Brady Salisbury will join us to talk about the Gastonia Baseball Club. We've got a call that we're trying to make to see if we can get someone on the show. We'll see how that goes for 8.20 this morning. But when we come back, Corky Franks will join us. We'll try to have an update. From the Mount Holly WC Friday boys score from yesterday as we continue on this Wednesday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. 
Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. So glad you could join us. Um, we've got a good bit to cover, and we've actually, I, this is not an ideal thing, but it's, it's really good that we've got folks that are actually reaching out to us and letting us know when things aren't necessarily as they should be. So what I'm going to do is, so we're going to help you out for those of you that, that just absolutely got to hear the Rush Hour Morning Show, which is really gratifying. We're going to show you how to do that in a different way. But before we do that, I'm going to bring Corky Franks on, and then we'll talk about all this, because we do. We've got so much to cover, so let's not waste any more time. Good morning, Brent Russell. How you doing this morning? You said you're on the way city time. Let's go really quick this morning. How's that? This segment brought to you by the old Federal Express guy. Yeah, it's a guy in the commercial. You just like those... Uh, the, the lawyers, the, the lawyer commercials yeah. at the end? Where the guy says... Void where prohibited in the state of South Carolina, North Carolina, New York. Yeah, the, they, our lawyers are not available in the state of Missouri. Yes, yeah, where they had that, uh, the, uh, the the pre- prescription medicine, right? Yes. Th- those commercials. Yes. You could die from taking this medicine and they for sh- this reason. Well, see, Brian, they show the nice-looking lady walking around in the park with some flowers, right? Very the nice sundress sun on. Everything's shy- oh, everything's perfect. Blue sky yeah. shining on me. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. Sinatra playing in the background. All of a sudden, some guy comes in, swoops her off her feet, right? Why is it always Sinatra when I do that? A couple of couple little, uh, couple of them little frou-frou dogs walking around, right? Yeah, you know? always the frou-frou Everything's dogs. Everything's great. Stupid gets, frou-frou dogs. And it gets to the end of the commercial, and that guy says, could cause diarrhea, stomach problems, stomach cramps. Misrating crabs. <laughs> this goes on and on and on. You may not feel like living after taking yeah, this medicine. You could die any moment now if you take this medication. But okay, yeah. it'll fix the one problem that okay. you do have. It's going to cause allegedly. Ha- it's going to cause heart disease. <laughs> Your liver's going to quit working. Your kidney's going to shut down. You're going to go blind. You're going to have diarrhea. You're going to have gout. And now we can. This is not medical advice, so please don't take it as such. Yeah. Okay? But if you really need to take it, it, it could quite possibly help you with your Yes. Issues. Speaking of gout, can I tell you a funny story? Oh. <laughs> I almost said 
<laughs> I'm gonna say the guy's name. I'm not, listen, I'm not gonna tell. Please, him. please don't share it, gal. Please, story. I gotta, I gotta share this. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. I, listen, I know his son's listening to the show too. Oh, because no. uh, he's a coach in the school. <laughs> he's a coach in the school system, right? We're on this fishing trip one time, right? Sitting around the fire. Having a good time. It's at night, it's night, the night before we go fishing. Have a nice, you know, bonfire with the fellas. Cold, you know, a couple cold beverages. Cooking out on the grill, eating shrimp. This guy says, man, my gout's acting up really bad. So I ask him what it is. He explains it to me. I said, what causes it? He says, beer and shrimp. As he's sitting there on his 14th beer yeah. and his second pound of shrimp. <laughs> Not the ideal situation, B-Rush. No. Probably, you know, hey, could have avoided it all, right? Could have avoided it, but it didn't. Had to gout. Okay. So <laughs> we, we've we've covered medications, <laughs> and, we, and we've covered gout. And the feed was down. I, yes. Well, for 10 minutes. We're going to fix that right. right now, okay? So we're, we're going to give you some inside baseball, okay? From the studio here in southeastern Gaston County, okay? We send it. To the main studio. Yeah. The main studio then sends it out into the ether. Mm -hmm. So whether it's the terrestrial signal or the streaming signal, you've got it. Now, for many of you, whether it's your phone or your computer or whatever the case may be, you're able to pick it up on the stream. Yeah. Okay. So even if we have a situation to where sometimes the technology goes down and sometimes the technology will go down. I'm going to give each and every one of you a shortcut and how you can get the broadcast even if we're not on the terrestrial. Now, can we be honest for a second? Sure. The technology goes down at big stations all over the place. Oh, the, absolutely. The difference is they have three or four engineers on payroll. They can fix it immediately. No question. This is Corky and B-Rush. Yes. <laughs> Let's which, be honest. If you put the two of us together, you might have one half of an engineer. Yeah. You, maybe. You, maybe. Right. I, I'm more like the custodian, but you... you <laughs> You got the engineer part down pat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. So what happens is when you go to the WG, WGNCradio.com website, okay, you're going to see our show, South Point Football, NASCAR, Thunder. There's a, there's a bunch of things scrolling there. And then, of course, you're going to see Scott Neisler and Jeff Ward on the front page, okay? Which, by the way, should be taken down. It should be you and I. But that's for another conversation. That's for another conversation. Many of you, when you go on to that site, you just hit click to listen live. And as long as the studio feed from the main studio has the feed, you're able to get the show. No problem. However, if it never gets to the studio, then we're still broadcasting, even if the main studio is not getting it. So here's <laughs> a way that you can bypass that. You ready? Cheat code, baby. Here's a cheat code. By the way, I've worked with Jeff Ward several times. I never knew that was him. <laughs> See, there you go. I never knew that. So now yep. I know. So it's time to kick the tires and light the fires. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There, there's Mr. <laughs> Jeff Ward. So, all right. So what happens here, okay? If you see the programs, all right, and you slide down to the Rush Hour Morning Show, what should happen You sure? You sure, about, you sure about this? Well, should you should you let this go? Oh, here we go. Here yeah. we go. Maybe this, maybe this is it. 
Hopefully, I'm not going to get the echo in here. Now, am, should I be the engineer right now at this point? Because sounds sounds to me like you don't have it figured. <laughs> like you ain't got it figured out over there, B. Rush. Easy. Nope. I yeah, got it. you got I, it. I got it. Okay. So if you go to the Rush Hour Morning Show page, it says "Listen Live." It'll take you there. But even if that goes down, I got another one for you. <laughs> okay. So there's always that backup plan. Here's the backup plan. And I know that this sounds really unusual, but if you go to South Point High School football Uh and you hit their listen live, you got us. You got us. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy how the technology works? Goes through the three. Seriously, we're here at at our, uh, what's this called? Ancillary studio? Remote studio? Auxiliary studio. Auxiliary Remote studio. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The signal goes from here to a server. That server sends it back to the tower at Crowder's Mountain, mm-hmm. sends it back to the studio, and that studio sends it out through three different streams. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's the beauty. I can barely figure out how to get in my car and drive to the top of the street. Well, and that's but that's the beauty of the technology. Unfortunately, the downside is that it's not a perfect scenario. Yeah. Because not everything is <clears throat> hardwired. So... When you're dealing with stuff like that, sometimes it'll go awry. Guess what? What's that? I that, think I know where you're headed. That's why there's a delay from being live. There, there is. Yeah. There can be. Plus, a, plus, there can be a lag. Plus, you know, you might have somebody calling the show and say, <laughs> "You can have them do that," or, or do it often. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we've experienced before. Um, here's another thing: if all else fails, and you can show just a modicum of patience, the podcast. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so many of you are tuning into the podcast anyway. It, it really kind of takes care of itself. Now, I, I haven't done the math this morning yet. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if, if, if things stay on pace, we should hit 25,000 downloads this morning during the show. Should happen. Which is amazing. Isn't that crazy? 25,000 podcast downloads. I, you know, I, I, I'm sure you feel this way. Because I definitely feel this way. I never thought in a million years I would ever be classified as a podcaster. Yeah. So I didn't even want to do it. Okay. It's more work for me. What? What? Now, now, full disclosure, you've tried to, you, you've attempted to take that load off of me. Have you not? I've tried to aid the yeah. the endeavor. Yeah. Unfortunately, we we haven't been able to figure that out yet, right? No, no. We, I mean, because let's be honest, I've only got to sit in that chair one time, right? And I wasn't here when you did it, which is kind of <laughs> why you sat in this chair to begin <laughs> didn't, with. Didn't have an option, did I? Somebody had to sit in that sucker. <laughs> so what do we miss? I mean, well, so the good news is you, you can go back and listen to the podcast, you know, probably before lunchtime today. Sure. Or at least sometime today. Um, so, but if you're listening live... You covered a lot of local guys that did some big things yesterday. Yeah, we did. Uh, so let's go ahead and take care of those two because there's definitely something worth talking about. And then we can dive a little more into the 740 block of what transpired last night in the big picture. Okay, so last night, well, actually, this happened Monday. Um, did not bring it up in the show on Tuesday because we had so much going on. Randall Pettis. Guard for Northern Kentucky, played his high school basketball at Bessemer City High School. Randall Pettis got his second consecutive Horizon League Freshman of the Week award. Now, 
Here's the positive in that. Yes, he's emerging as one of the top freshmen in the league. There's no question. Everybody knew that he was capable of doing this. He just didn't have an opportunity. And the reason why is because when you've got Sam Vinson and you've got Quez Warwick, Randall Pettis is going to have to wait his turn. That's just, that's just reality. You've got Quez Warwick, who's a phenomenal scorer that came out of Lexington, Kentucky, where he played high school basketball there. And then you've got Kentucky's Mr. Basketball from a few years back in Sam Vinson. Well, playing time is going to be difficult to get when those two, who have been leaders in this Northern Kentucky program, are on the floor. Well, Sam Vinson goes down midway through the season. It's required Randall Pettis to kind of engage the scenario here. And in doing so, he has played outstanding. Darren Horn should be thrilled with what production he's getting out of Randall Pettis. He has really helped sort of mitigate the loss of Sam Vinson. He really has, especially on the scoring end, because let's be honest, we all know about this with Randall Pettis. He's a scorer. The kid scores, period. The reality is, is having him on this Northern Kentucky roster gives this club another option that maybe they didn't even think they had initially. But now that he's getting the burn, he is putting up some phenomenal numbers. Um, and I think could really prove to be a long-term solution for Northern Kentucky. Um, they're relevant still in this conference, despite the injury to Sam Vinson, because of what Randall Pettis is doing. So congratulations to Randall Pettis. Will he get Horizon League Freshman of the Year? I don't know. He's probably going to need to win at least one more Freshman of the Week award, and we're getting to the end of the season. I guarantee you, he's going to have an opportunity in the Horizon League Championship Tournament that's played in Indianapolis. He's going to have an opportunity to really shine. I hope that Northern Kentucky can somehow get to the Horizon League Championship, obviously because I'm a fan, but also if Randall Pettis gets an opportunity to shine along with Quez Warwick in the championship game, that could be outstanding. This is a guy that with Northern Kentucky, if he stays there, they're going to win a Horizon League championship. They're going to make the NCAA tournament. All right. <clears throat> now, what about our boy, Mr. East Gaston? Mr. East Gaston. Finally got it done last well, night. Well, you said finally. I, I, I know. I know. Just bear with me a second. Maybe he paced that thing. Maybe he paced it out. I would have. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. If Look, if this team is rolling and he's just doing his part, just playing the day-to-day, -to -day, I totally get it. Okay? I think he had four points to get last night. I think he got a good bit more than four. I know the team... Scored 96 last night. So if Trenton Sherrill had a big night, he wasn't the only one yeah. to have a big night. You, you don't put up 96 points without a few people having a really big night. And they did. They were able to beat Bessemer City 96 to 54. But it's, it's done now. Trenton Sherrill has surpassed Shane Troll as the East Gaston High School all-time leading scorer. So... Congratulations to Trenton Sherrill. Again, an outstanding football career, an outstanding basketball career. It's not over. They beat Bessemer City. They're still in the conference tournament tonight 
and there's still the playoffs. So he has an opportunity to create some distance between himself and Shane Troll as long as they stay in the playoff picture. And the best news is I gave him two minutes of my segment. How about that? <laughs> there you go. See, look, there's enough ego between the two of us. We can share a segment, Brian. Well, I, I, yeah. At least, yeah. It, okay, let me, let, let's say this. There's enough ego between me and his old man to share the segment. <laughs> okay. He's got just as much as I do, and he should have. He should have. He should be proud of that kid. Absolutely, he should be. Yes, Nothing he should. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, run your mouth as long as you can back it up. I like that. Well, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to share some information related to what happens College level. Yeah. after high school. Actually, I, ta- I actually I talked to his dad, I don't know, in the last week, and uh, he was giving me different information. Uh, I think they're trying to come to that conclusion. And uh, why not have him do it on the show? Why not have him you know, come on the show and talk about it? I'd like to do that. Look, if, if he or any athlete wants to come on this show and make their decision on this show – it's a phone call away from happening. Just tell us, okay? Just tell us. I'll be happy, happy to make that happen. Now, here's one thing that I found interesting. When we start talking about middle school basketball in depth, I heard something that intrigued me last night, and I'd never really thought about it before. But this is where we are in society today. I don't have an opinion about it per se. It just caught me off guard. And so, therefore, I'm going to talk about it a little bit in the second hour when we dive into middle school sports in depth. Unless we do catch it next segment, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Did you talk about a myogram getting her 1,000th point? Did not do that yet. Okay. Um, And I am... As much as, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly happy for Amaya Graham that she gets her thousandth point because, again, she's going to get an opportunity to put up some numbers that are going to, as she goes into next year, yeah, she's going to be able to finish off. It's not out of the question. In my mind, this young lady could finish up. If she's averaging, she's averaging 20 a ball game over the course of 25 games next year, that's 500 points. I mean, she could easily get into that 15 to 1600 realm. Can I be salty for a second? Be salty. You know, when I was in high school, I was in the thousand pound club. Coach Lineberger never gave me my t shirt. Coach Lineberger, I want my t shirt. Thousand pound club. All these years later, where's my shirt at, coach? How about that, Brian? There you go. Yeah. I hey, man, my, if, if they owe you a t shirt, I want my flowers. They need to bring you the t shirt. Yeah. Come on, yeah. coach. Yep. Yeah, where's my T-shirt? Hold my banner up. How about that? No question. Yeah, got ripped off. Does that sound salty? Mm, Half-heartedly salty. Okay, I'll try it next second. It was low sodium. (laughs) (laughs) You crazy. (laughs) Let's take a break. We'll come back with a little more on the Rush Hour Morning Show here in just a bit. We'll be right back. Attention guests on your homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. 
Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, here on this Wednesday morning. So, all right. So let's do this. I, I, we were able to get an update between the WC Friday Mount Holly game. WC Friday beat Mount Holly 38-22. So WC Friday holds serve on the road yesterday. They win. Tomorrow, they get Greer at Greer. And then from there, WC Friday will go to Cramerton. So here's what we know. Right now, as it stands, 
Let's see. Pull up the record. WC Friday was four and three going into that contest yesterday. They won, so they're five and three now. Okay. Should beat Cramerton. That makes them six and three. Should beat Cramerton. Yes. Okay. If that stands true, now they're six and three. Theoretically, they're six and three. It really comes down okay. to tomorrow. But they've lost to Stanley mm-hmm. and Yorkchester. Okay. Which would have the same record. So basically, if they don't beat Greer tomorrow, they're out. Well, and and we and yesterday we mentioned they've got the hardest road right now. Yeah, they got to they've got to win games, and they got to win them all on the road. And one of those games happens to be Greer, and really to lose in the tiebreaker scenarios. Um, now again, WC Friday. I'm trying to. Um, I had this jotted down. Um, an opportunity, again, if York Chester beats Southwest, and that's what a lot of this hinges on. Yeah. If York Chester beats Southwest next week. They're in. They're in. And it, everybody else. And is- it tweaks the, the tiebreaker scenario against WC Friday. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> just how it is. Just how it is. Um so that's that's kind of where we are with that. Um, you know, it, we're trying we're trying to get Alec Hudson on the show today because again, no shocks, no real surprises from Hatley Gymnasium yesterday. Um, Holbrook is a juggernaut on the girls' side. That's just all there is to it. Um, you know, Ja'Kyra Sadler, Shamaya McCoy, those two, those two get so much of the shine, okay? And they should because they drive that Lions engine. But I'm going to tell you this right now. As it stands right now, as important as those two young ladies are to the Lions club, if you took those two off the team, okay, and you just put the group without those two on the floor, there's a real possibility that's still a playoff team. There's a real possibility that's still a playoff team. Now, obviously, Sadler and McCoy, they're the ones that kind of drive the ship. I get it. But that team is sneaky deep. Okay, if you've got a starting five in the girls' game that can play in unison with one another and you've got multiple options at scoring, that's one of the really neat things about Belmont. Belmont's got multiple options on the girls' side as far as scorers are concerned. You see it all the time. Stella Absher is the only one that really goes off for big, big numbers. Yeah. But every, every once in a while you'll see a player with – 11, 12, something of that nature. You'll you'll see that. And then you're like, well, where did they come from? Well, they've got options. Belmont's about as deep a team as there's going to be in the county. Holbrook is pretty deep also. I don't I don't want to pretend, okay? Holbrook's team is driven by Sadler and McCoy. They are just a phenomenal combination. Um, 
you know, Sadler does much of the ball <coughs> handling. McCoy is the one that goes straight to the bucket. She's the one that finishes a lot of the times. I mean, this is a club that's got some depth. But you've got some role players on that team for Holbrook that there's no reason for me to think that this club just isn't going to continue to keep right on rolling as far as being a playoff team. Now, are there two players at Holbrook that are going to emerge to be exactly what Sadler and McCoy have been? I don't know. That remains to be seen. But they certainly looked the part yesterday. I mean, <clears throat> they won by they won by 28. But the reality is, if they would have wanted to, they they could have picked a number. Um, that's kind of where it was. Um, yesterday, in particular, on the boys' side, I what I saw was scary out of Greer. Are they that good, Brian? They're they're that good. They really are. Um, I am I am not surprised that they now, after seeing what I've seen, I am not surprised that they were able to play at home against Belmont on opening day. And despite having an off shooting night for both teams, that they were able to beat Belmont on their home floor, especially after what I've seen now. All right, so let me ask you that. <clears throat> okay. Big home crowd yesterday over at Holbrook, right? Massive. Phenomenal. Yeah, game got started a little late. Game got started a lot late. What um, time did it start? 4.45. Really? Half an hour. And that was because of lack of officials, right? Right. I mean, guys are trying to get where they're trying to go. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, think about it. Why do you think we played Ex that ad? Exit 23. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, need yeah, some I mean, officials. We're short on officials, and those guys are multitasking, trying to get through their day. So, yeah, I mean, traffic can and, be and, bad. And, it, and, it, and the parents are cussing them out, and their kid has two points. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Let's be real. Let's be real here. There's, there's always come on, that. Man. Come on, for real. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't agree with them half the time either. <laughs> but still, yeah, you got to have them, right? Well, I mean, there's sometimes I scratch my head at, at, at it. But, again, these folks are at least willing – to take the bullets. Yeah. So, kudos to them. All right. So, you know, a, a big atmosphere yesterday it at Holbrook. Was. Yeah. Standing room only. Big game. You know, it, uh, Holbrook had a chance to work their way into the playoffs. Unfortunately for them, and unfortunately for everybody else that's played them, Greer's just too good. Here's what I want to ask you, though. Let's say it ends up being, and all indications are, it'll end up being Belmont and Greer in the championship game. You know, barring some unforeseen circumstance, what if that game's played at a neutral site? Does that make any difference? Is that does that benefit anybody? I think it makes a tremendous difference. I really do. Okay. See, here's here's what I'll say about yesterday's game. Yesterday's game, oddly enough, even though it was at Holbrook, favored Greer, playing on that small floor, in that small arena, favored Greer. Because here's the thing that you can do if you're Greer, okay? This is what Alec Hudson has to work with. His club is deep. He can legitimately run 10 players out with regularity. Really? Absolutely. And they can all contribute? They can all contribute. Does he mix them up or has he got two different, two different no, he, groups? No, he mixes it up. Okay. He mixes it up. Um, 
but you're playing 24 minutes. So here's what this allows you to do. Courtney. Those guys are that fresh the whole game. Who can keep up with them? Well, but it's not just that. You can gamble like crazy. Like in, in instances that you would not ordinarily gamble, you can gamble, and they do. They know that they can play aggressively at the top of the zone or at the top of, you know, a defense. As soon as the team crosses half court, they know Start they pressing. can go on attack mode. Yeah. Here's why. Let's say you get the steal in the open court. Well, now it's a two-on-one fast break. Yep. You're going to score, uh-huh. especially with those guys. Have the way better odds to score. Better odds to score. And they're going to finish, okay? Let's say you don't get the steal. Let's say you, you gamble and it doesn't pay off. Because of the tight quarters, the other four players can defend that smaller space to where ordinarily on a full regulation size floor, 94 by 50, if you can, if you've got a team that gambles and you, for instance, beat the pressure or you get the basketball despite the team gambling, you're two passes away from a wide open shot. You're three passes away from a layup. Now, sometimes that layup comes from 23 feet away if you've got good enough shooters. Mm -hmm. If you're the Golden State Warriors, yeah, you can shoot it from the other side of the half court. Right. As long as you're wide open, you're going to knock the shot down. That's just the way the game is evolving. But if you've got – Or devolving. It depends on who you ask. It depends on who you ask, okay? And it depends on who's shooting. But the reality is when you're dealing with those tighter quarters and those smaller gyms, four players can defend and eliminate that second pass far better. And it gives the, t- the player that gambled the opportunity to recover. And let's be honest, when you've got 10 players, that's 50 fouls over the course of 24 minutes. That's a heck of a way to look at it. If if all else fails, you just foul somebody, and it stretches the game out. So now you got more possessions. Now you got more transition, which is exactly why Greer's able to wo- roll up, what, 67 points? Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. You might beat Greer. You're not scoring 67 on Greer. See, that's the difference. You might beat Greer, but Greer's going to have to have a woefully bad day on the offensive end. You're never going to score 67 on Greer. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Okay, so let me ask you this. How's Be- Let's say it ends up being Belmont-Greer in the finals. How does Belmont compete against them? If you're not going to score. If you- Here's how they compete against them. That guard play that they have, they secure the basketball, which is why, okay, which is why the likes of JoJo Holt, Ulysses Givens, and even even Julian Vickers is so important. One of the things that Vickers does, being a sixth grader, is he comes onto the floor and gives no significant letdown to the ability to handle the rock. Julian Vickers is young. He's undersized because he's a sixth grader for Pete's sake. But you don't have to worry about the basketball because he probably handles the rock as well as anybody in Gaston County. I don't care what grade you are. Okay? The kid's a sixth grader. Pat Sumner knows that he can roll him out there and at least the ball is secure. Now, Greer is going to put copious amounts of pressure. But here's why a neutral floor. I know what that means. A lot. A lot. Yes. I <laughs> See, I'm learning something. There you go. On a neutral floor, 
you're going to play on a neutral floor because it's bigger, because the gym's bigger. So it's a 94 by 50. The pressure that Greer applies is going to be able to be navigated around better because you just simply have more space. Now, they're ultra quick also. So they're going to have their chances as well. This is what I'm saying. You may beat Greer, but if Greer's clicking offensively, if they're getting downhill a lot and every one of their guys is going well offensively, you're never going to outscore them. There's not a team in this county that can outscore Greer when Greer's rolling. And every team in the county knows this. The difference is, is that you had better play great assignment basketball against Greer. Can Belmont do that? I think they can. I think they can. But you're going to have to catch Greer on an off night offensively because you can't outscore him. You just simply can't do it. Look, I, there, there's some pieces for Greer that are just really outstanding. So we're at the end of hour one. We're going to bring Brady Salisbury on, talk at the top of the hour. We'll dive more into high school and middle school basketball in hour two on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So stick around with us. We're not done talking about this by a long shot. We'll be back in just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.